and welcome to The Big Review Ski. My name is Owen Doherty, and please, everybody, give it up for Rory Gasham. <laughs> please, everybody, please. <laughs> please, please. Rory has asked me specifically for everybody to give it up for him. Um, thank you for listening today. We've got another, well, I hope, amazing episode of The Big Review Ski for you. Rory, have we? Well, no pressure, but we do have a very interesting group of people, uh, all of whom you should definitely have heard of. Uh, we've got Gillian Jacobs, who many people probably know from... Uh, as Gillian Com- Jacobs, is that <laughs> yeah. what you were going to say? I was going to people say would know <laughs> as the actress from Community, but yes, it is It is pronounced Gillian with a hard, hard G. With a hard G? Hard I had G. no idea. I, I learned that through journalism. And how, and how <laughs> well, we are. Uh, Gillian Jacobs, Zazie Beats, who really kind of exploded onto the, to the scene uh, in the last few years between Deadpool 2, completely stealing the show in Deadpool 2, and yeah. also as Joaquin Phoenix's lo- sort of love interest, let's say, in Joker. Mm, let's say that. And she's also been in Atlanta and a few other things, and she's a fantastic uh, kind of up-and-coming actress. And also Robert Kirkman, who is kind of the reason why we're here today recording this particular episode because he is the creator of a uh, comic book series called invincible which is uh couldn't have come much more timely to be honest because i think between the boys and a few other uh you know must take this seriously more adult aimed superhero stuff coming out uh, lately uh this definitely feels super duper timely. Uh, but more people would actually know him from from him also being the creator of The Walking Dead. I don't the know. Small matter. <laughs> don't know if you've ever heard of it, but uh, that that too was a comic book initially that was adapted into one of the biggest TV shows of all time, and now has a gazillion spinoffs. Um, so who knows what could happen with Invincible? It's been in the works as a TV show and as a live action movie for a long time, but this is an animated movie. No, it's not. It's an animated TV show that's coming to prime video, uh, very soon. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's why we're here today. Whenever you said he was the reason that we're here today, I thought, Oh my God, is Rory about to announce that he is both of our daddies? Uh, no, no, I, 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 I thought you were going to come in a more religious angle. With that, actually, he's like, he's the reason we're all here. Uh, no, no, he's 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 the creator of of this show. Um, would you like me to tell you just some of the voice cast of Invincible? Well, I know you've been excited about this because I know you've mentioned uh, Gillian with a hard G yeah. and Zazie with a hard Z as two of the voice stars of the show. But then you kept banging on about how, I think the phrase you used was, amazingly stacked mm. and i don't know what that means but i'll let you take it away well are you ready <laughs> i'm ready to hear okay jk simmons sandra o mark hamill seth rogan walter goggins jason manzoukas my whitman zachary quinto uh lauren cohen john ham justin roiland uh digimon hanso uh, Clancy Brown, Nicole Byer, Ezra Miller, Masharala Ali, Jonathan Groff, and I'm sure there's a few more that I've forgotten, but uh, it it could potentially be the single greatest cast list in television or cinematic history. It would make for an amazing quiz question of what TV show were all of these people in together. Yeah, and you know what? That's what it reeks of. It reeks of it's. It was 2020. Nobody could leave their house. It's like, hey, would you fancy doing some work for me? It's going to be an animated TV series and you can do it from home in your pajamas. What do you reckon, John Hamm? 
he was like, oh, do I, I was like, do I have to, he was like, do you want to be in a superhero TV show? I was like, oh, that sounds like I have to go to the gym. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work. No, 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 no. All you need is a microphone. So it. I actually, I actually hadn't heard of the the comic book initially, but I I did have a look at the trailer, and it looks like as soon as it as it started, I was like, wait, have I seen this on like Saturday morning TV from my childhood? Because it was that kind of style of animation. Because we're obviously used to seeing, because um, you mentioned Justin Roiland in there, who's one of the co creators of uh, Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites, and that's got a very distinct kind of animation style and. Uh, obviously you've got all like Simpsons, Futurama, Disenchantment, and they've got a very specific style as well. But this just looked like, wait, this looks like cops or something that I used to get up at six o'clock in the morning for to, to like to watch at the weekend. So that's good. Yeah, like it, it definitely feels like a nineties cartoon, but it's a nineties cartoon. The way I, I've like made sense of it in my head is that like we've grown up kind of in age anyway from the nineties. <laughs> And, I feel so old. <laughs> and it feels like uh, Invincible is a cartoon that was from the 90s and has also grown up in that interim time. So it's super violent, very sweary. <laughs> like it's 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 kind of the halfway point between Rick and Morty and the boys in that it takes what you think is a, a nice, uh, almost Peter Parker-esque, you know, puberty as superhero learning powers kind of metaphor thing and then just blows it up it's it's really good i'm sold so who are we going to hear first then first we're going to hear i believe first we're going to hear from gillian jacobs and from zazie beats because the two of those were paired for this interview so yeah you'll hear from the two of them first and why exactly uh, beyond you know being able to record from your bedroom they were so Uh drawn to uh to working in and on invincible money those two things working from your bedroom and money that was it that's that's the only reason i get out of bed in the morning and sometimes i don't (laughs) i think i really loved you know we've been talking about this a lot but i just really loved how uh grounded the story was i think that there um you know obviously there are fantastical things happening with you know, Nolan being Omni-Man and Mark being invincible and the team, 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 and they're all superheroes, but really they're like, they're teenagers who have superpowers. And I think to imagine what that means, you know, and, and the emotions with that and, and the responsibility of that when you're 16 to be like saving the world and the pressure and the public pressure. I just, I just thought it really sort of took that whole, superhero genre and kind of flipped it on its head of like what if it was really like real people doing this and how does that affect families and how does that affect friendships and do you tell people in school or do you not and um and also what does death look like and how do you deal with that when you're 16 17 and and you might have to kill someone for the for the better of the world like it's like a very it's I think that's really um I don't know. I, I I was drawn to the realism of of how this comic. Um, Hitler is more down to earth character yeah. between so much super beings. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, she gets developed more, I think, in the in the series than she is in the comic. Um, and yeah, and I think that juxtaposition of 
of also this like normal person or, you know, this like this muggle amongst wizards, you know, and how do they, um, how do they interact? And, and um, do you feel less than, or do you feel equal in character and in value um, just because you don't have, you know, like superpowers. And even if you don't have superpowers, you can do good in the world. And I think that's sort of what Amber represents in the show. I think for all the reasons, yes, that you just listed. And and then also the writing is just really good. Um, And the scripts were funny and surprising and dramatic and they're fun to act in so selfishly. Um, I just thought it was a very well-written show and I enjoyed reading the, the scripts and I had really fun, uh, a really fun time doing the voice. So that was Gillian with a hard G and Zazie with two Zs and a third Z actually in Beats, I think, uh, discussing so why <laughs> so many Zs and yet we're still awake, uh, discussing why they were a part of Invincible and all reasonable answers you know wanting to be a part of this insane cast and wanting to be a part of this insane story so totally understandable uh next up you will hear from creator executive producer writer genius probably multi-billionaire robert kirkman uh, so. about about the show um and what it is about invincible because i i think remember when iron man and all those shows or movies started like in the mid noughties to the early teens yeah um and it was like they didn't need to do anything beyond have to just kind of blow stuff up and set set up superhero movies. Whereas the more interesting later ones now have very strong subtexts and interesting metaphors going on. So when you're making a show like Invincible, uh, I asked him what was you know the story he wanted people to take away from it beyond I have super super powered super hair I have super, super hair. hair. And superpowers, thank you, and have superpowers now, and how that changes your life. Hello, Robert. Uh, Pleasure to meet you today. Hey, great to meet you. Um, I'd say off the back of, say, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and stuff that DC is doing on the big screen, as you said, comic book movies uh, and TV shows have a much bigger audience now. Uh, But you see in the last few years that the movies and the TV shows are beginning to unravel more interesting subtexts are more interesting kind of subgenres within the comic book movies and that's something comic book fans have known about for years and years and years but is there is there one particular subtext or theme you would like the viewers of invincible to take away from it uh i mean i like to think that as the series progresses we're going to be doing more uh you know romance and emotional storytelling uh i think that that's something that is being explored a lot in movies and tv shows but uh it's something that i think we can you know uh, kind of do a little bit more of. Um, I also think that uh, uh, Invincible is going to be able to portray uh, character evolution uh, in a way that I think is somewhat unique to comic book storytelling. Um, you know, it's harder in the movies and the TV shows uh, that are out now to, you know, um, really show, I mean, you know, the Batman character is never really going to progress, uh, you know, as much as you could over the life of many, many years of, of a series. And, uh, uh, you know, Invincible is a character that goes through a insane journey over the course of his story. 
and is a very different person at the end of the story than he was at the beginning. And so, and that's something that is inherent in comic book storytelling when you tell these stories over many, many decades. Uh, so I think that that's an element that we'll be able to bring to the table that, uh, you know, should keep things uh, very interesting. So Robert Kirkman there, he actually reminds me some ways in terms of Justin Roiland, who we had in the show just recently as well, and obviously comes from a similar background of has created and co-created these amazing shows. And as you said, Rory is just now comfortably living off the wealth of like the millions and millions of dollars that they made yeah, because they're really sound, but also have really warped uh, minds, basically. Yeah, it turns out there's a lot of money in being a twisted genius. Um, so we just have to figure out how to put hours to proper good use. I do apologize for the dog. In the background, it is the plus side of working from home. <laughs> Rory, are you, you say working from home. Are you working from the local dog pound? I'm sure I've heard at least eight different barks in the background from eight different dogs. Yeah, it, like it, I am the answer to the age-old question, who let the dogs out? It was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, instead of listening to me and you and... The cacophony of canines there in woof. the background. Uh, woof is right. Nice. <laughs> what else has Robert got to say? Uh, yeah, like he he's talked some more about how the diff what well what the primary difference is between the you know adaptation the screen adaptation of uh, Invincible was to the original comic book adaptation because he's overlooking essentially the adaptation. And I will say for anyone who's humming and hawing about actually sitting down and watching it. There is something that happens in the very first episode of Invincible that completely changes what you sh- what you think the show is going to be about. But apparently, I haven't read the graphic novels or the comic books. That doesn't happen until much later. So he like they brought that way forward in terms of storytelling. But he does talk a bit more about the other bigger changes uh, that you can expect from the show. What do you think about that, Rory's dog? Oh, he's got nothing to say now. All of a sudden, oh, he goes quiet. So embarrassed. And here's Robert. Yeah, Robert Barkman. I think the biggest difference is that we have this hour-long format. So each episode of Invincible is essentially an hour-long cable drama, and that allows us to inject a little bit more character, a little bit more nuance, and a little bit more drama into each story. And so, uh, you know, the show is able to expand on a lot of the different things that are set up in the comic book series. Um, but uh, the emotion that's going to be able to be wrung out of these stories, I think, is a little bit more intense. Uh, we're also working with the best cast that has ever, you know, existed in television uh, and seeing these characters portrayed uh, by these amazing talents uh, again, adds like an extra level of gravitas to this story that I think is going to make it a lot more impactful than it was in comic book form. So there you have it, Robert Kirkman, Gillian Jacobs, and Zazie Beats, two of the stars and the creator of brand new show coming to Amazon Prime, did you say, Rory? Invincible. Yes, uh, I think it drops on Friday, 26th of March. Uh, but yes, that incredible cast, that incredible creator, lots of incredible violence. And if you did enjoy 90s cartoons, you know, in the 90s, then you should enjoy this one now. Sign me up. That sounds quality. Rory, thank you as ever. Uh, Sound Paul on Sound. Thank you as ever. To Rory's dogs, can, can we get their names? Just give them a shout out as well in case they listen to the big review ski. They don't. But uh, okay, okay. yeah, they don't have they don't have, they don't have Spotify Premium, and I'm not paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not just sharing an account, no, no, I'm not sharing it with anyone. 
That's the same reason why <laughs> you've asked my Netflix password and I've also told you just no. Give me the password. Nuh-uh. And thank you to everybody for subscribing as well. If anybody would like to send me money or their Netflix oh, wow. password, that would be fantastic. Thank you. We'll see you next time. You're not going to tell them where you live or to send that money? No? No. <laughs>